You are listening to KYRS Medical Lake Spokane 88.1 and 92.3 FM, and this is Outspoken. Look at that. The it first finally, time in it, weeks. The first time in actually weeks. It worked. It worked. I say it's a good sign. I know. There's good people in the studio. There's promise in the, the future. The song worked. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's all the good energy in the studio, um, all all working together to make this theme song work. It's the sunshine. I'm just going to say it. I think you might be right. Um, and the lack of snow, which you which might like. Which you're not happy about, but not. I'm in love with. Yeah. <laughs> It's a it's a battling feud here in the Go studio, the Jonathan and I. That's all I'm saying to you. Fight over that. I I want to. There's no snow in the mountains. No, I that's know. the I, problem. I heard that too. I you know I think mm-hmm. I could come up with a truce with the weather if they would keep the snow away from my apartment. Okay. Especially when I have to drive because okay. my apartment does not clean anything off. Yeah. Then I'm happy, and then it can snow all at once. Okay. Well, I agree. Okay. I, let's sign this truce, this right? treaty. We, we have that power. Okay, perfect. Pat Robertson thinks we can change the weather. So That's true. Pat Robertson thinks then. we cause let's... hurricanes and apparently and we're gonna Ebola. Yeah, so. and we're going to die out. I heard he said this week. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He said Days that. Days are going to die out because, because we, we can't, can't reproduce. reproduce. <laughs> so, hello, Pat Robertson. Thank right? you, Logic. Yeah. Um, good news this week. We have one GSA more than we did Last week. Uh, last week, yeah, Ferris finally stepped up. Um, a good, good friend of mine, Trung, uh, actually stepped up to the plate and set up a GSA there. Worked with some counselors, Which is amazing. and they had we, a great turnout. We've been talking about mm-hmm. Ferris needing a GSA for yeah. months, especially since we to, since we went and spoke with Rogers High School, right? Who was right. amazing. We love them a great deal, and they they've mm-hmm. been doing it for a long time. Ferris, huge high school, hasn't huge, had a GSA massive. at all. Yeah, now they do. I know, and it's exciting because um, they need it. They really do. Uh, when yeah. I was at Ferris, people would go to Rogers just because they had a more accepting school, and people like trans students would actually right. transfer over there. That's amazing. So, well, and what's even more exciting for you Ferris kids listening yeah. is we're going to be there. So, we, we will be We're going to go speak to your group. You're welcome. Yeah, sometime <laughs> in January. We'll keep that open. I am excited for Ferris, and congratulations to everybody who's involved with that. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited to go talk to the kids and kind of see. Yeah, exactly. You know, what's That's on their minds. So, Anyways, uh, coming up Goodness. this week, we have Christmas. As we all know, as the entire past two months have led us to believe, this is <laughs> right. the this is the epitome of life. Christmas. Is that how that works? Okay. I, I suppose. I, yeah. I, the only reason I know it is because every time, time I go to Starbucks, mm-hmm. that's all that's playing. I know. Oh. And the cups are red and everyone right. is wearing Santa hats. My and, nieces yeah. and nephews yeah. are going yeah. crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I'm excited for the family time. Yeah. What's what's your plan for Christmas? I don't know. <laughs> you don't know. I might go see uh, if my brother has anything to say about it. Sure. He, Sends me messages every day because he wants me. It's only Wenatchee. Right. So I'm, I need to see my mother. But our family doesn't ever do Christmas on Christmas because my mom refuses mm-hmm. to fight with the in-laws of the kids. Okay. So they, she lets the in-laws have the kids during their time. And then that means we do it at New Year's. And that means she gets everybody. Okay. And so okay. everybody's I'm... probably going to Wenatchee. Sure. All my nieces and nephews are going to be there. And... Mm. That's going to be fun. I got a message from my sister, who my oldest niece, Madeline, apparently mm-hmm. living with her is like living with me. She will 
just walk through the house and, and burst into song so, at the drop opera. of the hat, yeah. which is what I did all the time. <laughs> I would I be at the it. fridge I and I would just hit a high note because <laughs> it was fun. I was a very gay child. Sure, so banana. my parents have no excuse yeah. for yeah. pretending they didn't know that. Okay. But what are you doing? Well, I'm not going to Wenatchee. I'm going to my... <laughs> You're not? Yeah. No, i surprised. I'm going to my family who is here in Spokane. Um, this year, we, we rotate through hosting the... Christmas dinner, yeah. um, with with the whole you know family reunion, and so this year it happens to be at my parents' house, and so my parents want me to go there on Christmas Eve, spend the night, then uh, help them out with the table setting, which I cannot stand, but oh, I will yeah. probably do and suck it up for one now, year. Now I remember <laughs> the Thanksgiving story from you. You yeah. had to sit at the kids' table. Oh Are yes, you going to have to sit at the kids' table for Christmas. I had to sit at the kids' table to avoid um, any unnecessary shaming glares. the family. Yeah, and also um, this was—I I wasn't forced to. I just chose to. Oh, um, and smart. I played Legos for ninety percent of the time because <laughs> why not? And Legos you know, apparently like me better than some of than my your family. family. The most your family. Um, <laughs> so Christmas will be interesting. Uh, yeah. At least I'll be at my parents' house and I can just hide out in my old room. I am fascinated to talk. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, You've been a co-host of the show now for yeah. quite a few months, but if people remember back, you were a guest of our show a year ago, basically, yes, talking yes. about your story and coming out. Yeah. I will be fascinating to, fascinated to talk more about what, get down to the nitty gritty. I know you love it so much. We released yeah. a video of you like coming out, your yeah. coming out story, and you were crying and stuff, and I know you hate that, but I think we'll make, <laughs> it's going to be an Oprah moment. Oh God! But oh. I kind of want to. I'm fascinated yeah. because yeah. it hasn't been easy for you, no, and I think people want not. an update of what it's like for you in the Russian community. But well, um, one of the things I do want to mm-hmm. is: is there anything you guys do that's different on Christmas? Different on Christmas? I mean, or is we, it the same thing? It's kind of the same thing. Um, you know, in in Russia, they usually celebrate New Year's more than they do Christmas, just because Soviet, you know, history and mm-hmm. banning of all religion. That was fun, but. Um, <laughs> No, it's it's really the same. Santa comes. Um, we sing a lot. We give gifts. We don't really do any white elephant just because it's white elephant. A, yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah. It's it's kind of a That's dirty a weird Christmas kind of traditional yeah. thing we do sometimes. But, no, it's just eat Russian food. Fascinating. That's, you know, I always thing. automatically just assume you're different. Yeah, so. <laughs> you're Russian and you are not the same as me. I am one of those closed-minded people. You probably are... <laughs> sacrifice a goat. Yes, we yeah, do, Jonathan. Right away, first yeah. thing on my mind is what that is. So, yes. but I will be interested in, in <clears throat> checking in with you. Uh, yeah, yeah. Next week we'll talk about and... our holidays, our Christmas. I know it'll be fun. That will be exciting. Now, what's really exciting? Oh yes, is Last... you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Challenged the Schmierer and I to mm-hmm. something that I'm reluctantly excited for right tell us and we have mentioned it to our listeners we've teased on Mm -hmm. our social media well today it's Um, official let's get let's get down to the to the details i'll let you okay the details i challenged jonathan and kurt um in may to do a 5k with me um there's been there's been a aura of uh, getting healthy in, yeah. in the studio, and everyone yeah. wants to, you know, do that. And plus, New Year's resolution. What a better way to keep the fitness resolution that you put than doing a 5K in May. So we officially are going to be doing the Breakthrough for Brain Tumors 5K here in Spokane on May 16th. Yes. That's a Saturday in May. Um, so it's it's really close to Bloomsday. It's, it's just a couple weeks after. But um, And because, I mean, training mm-hmm. doesn't officially begin 
for this run until March, what March they 2nd. suggest, March. But because Kurt and I need maybe a little longer, yeah. <laughs> we're, start, we're starting now. They're starting now, but they're starting with eating. They, yeah, they decided to start with um, a better diet. So what we've been doing um, just for the last couple days and what we're going to announce, your step one, is the breakfast. We're going to be doing Add breakfast if adding you don't eat it. healthy breakfast, like oatmeal or a healthy cereal. Right. Or Every day, add breakfast. Mm-hmm. A lot of us do not bother to eat breakfast. It's I don't have time, typically. But um, mm-hmm. it's something that, it's one of the baby steps as we move forward. There yeah. will be a baby step announced every week. Every week. And you can actually be part of the team that's going to join up the outs- outspoken team mm-hmm. to do the 5K. You can train with us. Jenny Clark, who was on last week and was our uh, a straight talk guest yeah. Yeah. for us, she is joining the team. There is a lovely lady to my left, Lara. I'm just saying it out loud on yeah. the air. Um, <laughs> so, who so um, we're going to convince to to be on our team? Ah, yeah. you're going to run 5K with us. Did you know that? <laughs> See, she said okay. So that's official on the air. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> See, our it has team to is happen. growing. So we will, yeah, we will have a whole team. And by March second, when we start actually training, you we're going to have a huge, us. huge team that we will train with. Yeah. yeah. And I'm telling you, seeing Kurt and I, I mean, that is enough. Yeah. If we can get motivation. off our butts and yeah. and move even close to a 5K, yeah. I, then anybody can do this. So you remember, if you're a listener and you want to be part of our team, we will send you tips every week. We're going to talk about it every week, of course. Mm-hmm. But if you want to get jump on it, uh, you can do it now. Just send your name, your phone number, and your email and say you are ready for the 5K. Hashtag. Ready Hashtag for ready for the five. K. Number four. Number four. They can't see that you just did the number four. With your I realize your fingers. Okay, I realize that you can't see my fingers through the radio. Yeah. But hashtag ready mm-hmm. for number four, the five K. Yes. Um, send all of that information to listeners at hotmesssunday.com. Send that, and the Shamir back there, uh, producer man, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll get all of your information together. We'll start emailing you these tips, and then we'll let you know where and when you can train with the boys. That's right. So, so it's I think it's be for a great cause, exciting. and we'll get a little healthier. Live yeah. A, live yeah. a bit longer. See, everyone wins. And for all of you out there who need a little bit of a uh, inspiration. We're going to have an inspirational song on, and this is going to be Michael Jackson with <laughs> Man in the Mirror, one of my favorites. You are listening to KYRS Medical Lake Spokane 88.1 and 92.3 FM, and this is Outspoken, and that was Man in the Mirror by Michael Jackson, and fun fact, but not so fun, Michael Jackson died on my 15th birthday, huh. right on my birthday. Oh, that is Unfortunate. sad. That was, yeah. I remember that all over the news when that happened. Yeah, yeah. Um, just have to say, gotta make that change. Gotta make that change. It. So, 5K That's true. people. That's true. Just if you want to make the world a better place... Take a look at yourself and make that change. Love it. Yay. But, and now fun. I mean, we continue the fun in our hot mess uh, studio. We kind of mentioned that we had some positive energy in here today. And that is a lot because of our next guests. Um, We do want to welcome Michael Flannery and Christopher Zeiler, right? Yes. Awesome. Hello. Um, They are from the INBA here in uh, Spokane Inland Northwest Business Alliance. Welcome to a hot mess Sunday. Thank you for, for bringing having us. In. Yeah. Oh, we are thrilled to have you here. We want to start with kind of letting our listeners know kind of the beginnings of the IMBA and what its purpose is in our community. And so I think we're going to go to Michael for this. Thank you. Um, back in 1994, a group of five or six folks met in um, somebody's apartment in Brown's Edition, and there was a, a realtor, a uh, therapist, a mortgage person, a stockbroker, and uh, a community um, a worker, 
And we felt at the time that Spokane at large was ready for the next step for the gay community, and we thought the gay community was strong enough to take that step. So we we built on a platform of, oh, say, like a gay yellow pages or a group of folks, businessmen and women, service providers, who would um, help us and where we could go to turn for help in a very accepting uh, way. And we ended up looking to see if there was some thing we could put together, and it ended up being the directory for the INBA, um, for people who needed stuff done with their houses. Mm-hmm. Um, remember in 94, uh, we were just a year into the Don't Ask, Don't Tell. Mm-hmm. There were no domestic partnerships. There certainly was no gay marriage. But... Um, there were enough men and women, either single or in couples, who were buying houses, and we thought this would be a way to give back to our respective community. So we looked for realtors and uh, bankers and people to help stuff with the house, and that was really the the reason why we got together. And um, then through the next 20 years with uh, uh, morphing and growing and and uh, successes along the way we've um got the organization we have today which is a lot it's a like a a gay chamber of commerce which sounds fabulous that, but that's basically kind of the structure right of what of what this is yeah when we started i don't think there were any gay chambers of commerce and certainly not in eastern washington right um but it was a nice way of if you and your partner were looking to buy a house, you didn't have to explain why you were looking mm-hmm. for a three-bedroom house and one mm-hmm. room was going to be your office and the next room was going to be the media room right. and the next room was going to be a bedroom. And nowhere in there did you talk about twin beds. Yeah, right. Or when a plumber came right. to your house to fix stuff, you didn't have to worry about saying, um, well, just a minute, I'll go in and take the uh, two different kinds of razors, one electric and one soap, mm-hmm. or the two soap on a ropes that you right. had, that, that being the only thing that your uh, mother-in-law knew about to give you. <laughs> so, um, and and there you just avoided all that kind of well, um, unpleasantness mm-hmm. sure, in your own sure. private space, which is right. your home. Right. right. And we, you know, I think we, we forget about that, uh, especially in just mainstream community. I worked at a, um, an equality center down in Tulsa. And the calls were always about services and who can I trust in my home and who is where you don't have that fear of, okay, if they find out we're gay, that it, what kind of issue am I going to have to deal with? Th- that is a service that I think every community needs. And unfortunately, I still think we mm-hmm. that is still a needed thing. I mean, I know when I if I have to look for a new doctor, I want to know that it's going to be a gay-friendly doctor. And I really don't want to go interview them. I would much rather take the community's, you know a word because they've been there before. So that directory alone is such an important resource for us. And now having an IMBA, like a gay chamber of commerce, a place for businesses, um, any business as long as they are supportive or they are owned, gay owned, now they have a place to know each other. That's right. And there's a vetting process so you can feel comfortable about the people who you deal with and or who you know mm-hmm. you let into your life. Sure. So you're talking about the vetting process. What is the process? What is the process overall to uh, get into the IMBA? What's the process that a business can approach you? Um, what are the ins and outs of the whole 
situation. Well, we although we do have mm-hmm. a few businesses that will approach us, typically it's me approaching them. Okay, uh, I'm, okay. I'm the membership manager at mm-hmm. Inland Northwest Business Alliance, and uh, oftentimes I'm referred to a business by someone who knew that business was uh, LGBT-friendly. Um, but there is a vetting process, as Michael said. Uh, one of the things I'd be looking for, especially if it's like a large corporation, sure. uh, I'd be looking at their hiring practices. Um, maybe they have some documentation to show how they follow up with uh, anybody who might complain about being harassed or you know, what, are, what are their practices with regards to customers and how do they reach out to the LGBT, LGBT community. Um, so, you know, we've had a few that have mm-hmm. wanted to join and um, maybe uh, wanted us to come in and help them kind of get their, their processes and, and um, uh, get them all just ready to be LGBT friendly. What does it take for this organization to be mm-hmm. LGBT friendly? And uh, so sometimes we have to step in and help them work uh, with, with their HR documents and, and things like that. Um, but generally, if mm-hmm. someone's approaching sure. me, they're already probably well-known in the LGBT community somewhere. Uh, they may be uh, owned by a gay or lesbian uh, person, and uh, or you know they've, they've already participated at the Pride Festival. You know, there's all kinds mm-hmm. of things like that. Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, so what we're really seeing is a lot more of late uh, people who we term as allies who are wanting right. to join because it, um, it's, it's a little easier and for them to join now. You know, 10 years ago, it was harder to get allies because for them even, they were concerned about being in our directory and worried about what how people would view them, how their customers would view that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but now we see quite a few allies that say, hey, I'm ready to, to make sure that I'm I'm open, I'm affirming, and I'm actually in the directory, and I'm saying I support this community. Well, and I love that there's even mm-hmm. that service that if they come to you and say – let's look at our HR practices, that that's something, I mean, it says a lot for any business willing to do that. Right, um, right. And I'm, uh, we're willing to have businesses that aren't completely uh, what I might term as LGBT friendly from top to bottom. We're willing to negotiate with them a process that they can go through. If they want to join, we'll uh, ask them to go ahead and take us on as, as technical advisors. Um, mm-hmm. The thing I like is, and you've already mentioned, uh, Jonathan, that, that uh, people want to know who their medical provider, you know, whether they're LGBT friendly. And that, yeah. quite frankly, is the number one phone call we get. I believe is, it. Do I, is sure. there a gay-friendly yeah. doctor yeah. in town? Right. And uh, last year we had zero. We had zero that were in the directory. We've had a few be there um, for maybe a year or two, and then they drop off. Or right. maybe they've moved, and so there, there's no reason for them to be a member of ours. Mm-hmm. But um, but I worked really hard this year to make sure we had uh, a, a more robust uh, showing in our directory. So in 2015, you'll see Rockwood Health Systems. You'll see Chaz Clinic. Uh, and and uh, in within Rockwood, they're going to be naming specific providers that nice. they already know are interested in being known right. as LGBT-friendly. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But in any case, where I was going with that was uh, those are big systems, and we want to make sure that they're LGBT-friendly. But uh, what I like is... If someone, let's say, for example, were to go to one of them and found that they weren't, that, that the provider was not as, as sensitive as the patient wanted, they could always call me and say, I have a direct line to the CEO of both of those organizations. Nice. And um, I can say, look, this is what happened. And 
they are going to have a follow-through. They're not going to go, oh, I'm really sorry. They're going to actually have a follow-through, and Mm -hmm. there may Mm -hmm. be some sort of added training that they'll ask us to come in and do. That's amazing, because I'll tell you, that's really important to know, because when you look at just the, if you just hear IMBA, you know that it's this business association. You know it's a great place to network. I don't think many of us realize the other extra things that happen that you guys do for the community. Right. There's And beyond what I just described, uh, you know, we're constantly talking with our lawmakers at the local, state, and federal levels. Uh, for example, last March, uh, Patty Murray's office actually called us and asked if she could have a meeting with our membership. And um, uh, our, our response was, of course, we'd love to. Right. And... That she said, if you can get at least 20 of your members together, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I'll be happy to come in and talk. And we were able to get about 100 people uh, at a luncheon. She came in and announced a new legislation that she was sponsoring uh, that had to do with uh, protection uh, against bullying on college campuses. Uh, and it was really actually kind of cool from a political point of view because normally she makes big announcements o- over in Olympia or in Seattle where she's right. got a larger fan base. Right, right. And, uh, but she had specifically chosen Spokane. We've been working with her office locally anyway. So, um, and the, her office here in Spokane mm-hmm. had lobbied hard for her to do that announcement here, which was for us, it felt really good. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Now let's That's say, really yeah. so. I own a big business or whatever in town, small business, whatever it is, and I come in and I, I want to join. Tell me two things. You mentioned luncheon because I know you guys do like a networking right. thing once a month. Right. We do we do a luncheon every uh, second Wednesday of every month, mm-hmm. um, so that's twelve times a year, and we do typically um, uh, after uh, after hours events about quarterly. So we have mm-hmm. uh, we have a fundraiser we're doing uh, January twenty second at Northern Quest. Nice. which uh, has has uh, graciously agreed to sponsor this event but we're doing a fundraiser not for us but for um for our charitable donation site so we have a uh, we have a side of our of our uh, chamber where uh, students who are either LGBT or are going into LGBT studies or come from an LGBT family, something like that, can either have paid internships or scholarship money for their college tuition. Um, so we're actually doing a fundraiser for that um, that fund. That's amazing. Yeah. And what's hap- so on the twenty second of January? Yeah, twenty second. What's the fundraiser? So it's a big party. What is this? <laughs> well, I always think about we're together party. Party. I just want to yeah. say, yeah, it, you know, it's kind of funny because we have we have a quite a balance. You know, we've got folks who really enjoy having fun, you know, like yeah. to dance yeah. and like to like to uh, uh, um, have fun talking. But but at the same time, most of us are business people, so right. There's so a, there's, there's that balance. It's a little bit yeah. balanced. It's kind of it's can be more subdued than your typical party, but <laughs> at the same time, it's definitely looser than you would see at other business organizations. I love it. Now, here I'm going to ask yeah. the indelicate question. Here's the indelicate question about wanting to join. What can you tell me? What are the fees that people can expect if they're a business and they want to join? Right. Every chamber has their own fee structure, and they all have something that they think is important for Inland Northwest Business Alliance. The important thing to us is if you have, if you're a larger, the larger the business. Uh, probably the more profitable so we say it this way uh, as your business grows your um your membership fees should grow with it uh if you and so we base it on how many staff you actually paid staff 
and we don't count things like subcontractors, uh, that right. sort of thing. But ha- actual staff that you're paying their Social Security taxes on, sure, sure. how many of those do you have? And so, um, so for someone who's a sole proprietor or uh, is, is just in business for themselves, they don't have any paid staff that they pay. Uh, that's two hundred dollars a year for them, awesome. and right and. Um, then it goes up to 300 for a small business, goes up to 500 for a large business, and then we have corporate sponsorships that are uh, quite a bit more. Um, but, you know, I do want to say one thing that makes us unique compared to the other chambers, besides the LGBT issues, is the fact that over 80% of our members are made up of the small businesses or, source, or sole proprietors. So we have a huge percentage mm-hmm. of our membership is made up of these really small businesses that may have zero or sure. up to five employees. Right. We're and, networking. Right, yeah. Right. Yeah, and these are businesses from Spokane, uh, Eastern Washington, North Idaho. Yeah, thank yes. you for clarifying. It is, okay. We do consider it Eastern Washington, Northern Idaho. Okay, and, um, you know, we have a, a bit of a presence in the Tri-Cities, and our okay. presence in Post Falls and Coeur d'Alene are, is growing. Uh, it is actually part of our mission mm-hmm. to, to mm-hmm. grow in you know, do a better job of being outside of the downtown Spokane area. Most of your chambers uh, typically have a geographically constrained area that they cover. So it doesn't matter if they're the big chamber here in Spokane or some of the other ones like us that are a bit smaller. Most of them are quite constrained. We're, we're what? Sure. spread sure. out. But, you know, for us, an issue is we're not only taking care of our members. And that uh, mm-hmm. in chambers, mm-hmm. that's what you're doing. You're trying to make sure your members have an opportunity to have their businesses grow. We do that. But we're also here to protect the LGBT population from discrimination and uh, insensitive uh, uh, buying practices. So, so basically, uh, we know that our, uh, our uh, uh, directory and our guides are – they're the primary resource for the LGBT community mm-hmm. to turn to, to know where can they shop, where can they dine, where right. can they get their dogs groomed, right. that sort of right. thing, in a place that's going to be friendly and open. And where can you – so do you have to be a member to get to see that directory? How does that work? No, the directory is, it, directory the is yeah. available yeah. to all people. In fact, we uh, – our directory, unlike some other chambers, our directory is widely distributed to a lot of non-members. So, sure. uh, you know, if I were a member of, of some other chamber, I would get a directory. I would look in right. it, make mm-hmm. sure my name is spelled mm-hmm. correctly, that sort right. of thing. My phone but, number's right. Right. Yeah. But, yeah. but in the real world, where do we turn to to know where to shop? Where do sure. you turn to, sir? Sure. Where, where do, do I turn to yeah. to go shopping? Yeah, where do you turn to? If Local, you want to... small businesses, really. Oh, let me ask or you, what, yeah. what, do you use a phone book? I don't. No, no I do not. What do you no. use if you don't know where to Smartphone. go? Smartphone. You use a right. smartphone, or exactly. The computer, yeah. Or, exactly. Or the internet, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. And so I find myself using Google a lot. Right, yeah. Um, and when I get a phone book on my uh, front doorstep, it goes in the recycling bin. Yep. But, right away. Right away. Right. Cluttering but, up my yeah. house. Exactly. And my point is that that's <laughs> yeah. what we see with most chambers putting on a directory is that ch- the directory is not that useful. Mm-hmm. Um, really, the computer is far more useful, except for INBA's directory, because that is a resource that, pe- that you just can't automatically uh, turn to. So we, we distribute sure. our directory in, in um, the hard copy as well as making sure that people have access to it online. So you don't have to be a member to access this information. Mm-hmm. It's just mm-hmm. uh, that we want to make sure it's widely distributed. Exactly. I'll say, inbaspokane.org, I'm looking right here at a link that says online directory. Yes. So <gasps> we right will there. put up the link to uh, yeah. org on our yeah. social media. The Schmear will do that. Okay, we're going to change that just a little bit. We're uh, going to change it. Yeah. INBAchamber.org. Hey, how about right. let's look at the right site? Yeah. Chamber. <laughs> so the Schmear, make sure you right. write that down correctly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How about INBA? 
chamber.org. Chamber. Yeah. yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't be, hey, I got your name right. That was the you only, yeah. that's the no. one thing I could do. Wow, um, you've done so much right today. Yeah. I'm, I'm laughing my head off yeah. listening to you guys. Now, <laughs> there oh, you thank go. you so much. <laughs> now, Michael you. and Christopher, anything you want people to know, Any uh, before we let you go, what would be something you'd want them to know about the INBA? Mm-hmm. Oh, Michael's waving it Michael's off. Michael's out. <laughs> Michael's, he's he tapping nothing. out. He has nothing. Done. Yeah. <laughs> I just want people to know that that we're here to serve the community, and um, so some of that includes we provide some price breaks for brand-new businesses. We provide Mm -hmm. price breaks for uh, young adults who don't don't have a a lot of cash to be able to join a chamber. We really want anybody who's new in the business community, who's uh, up-and-coming, young and energetic to have access to being a part of a networking community that that you know doesn't have to hide who they are but also wants to be able to do business so that's amazing you guys are an amazing resource and we love to highlight local things here we talk a lot in spokane about oh seattle has everything oh portland and i love them and that's great but let's not forget that there are great things in spokane that are not it doesn't make it that bad to be gay in right. Spokane. So mm-hmm. I love that this right. chamber exists. Yes. Um, so we will definitely point all y'all to it. And I do have to say, all you're, y'all to it. All yeah. y'all. I know my southern been coming yeah. out lately. I will have to say. Mm-hmm. So you're you're talking about the, uh, you know, if you're a small business, you only pay. You know, I'm yeah. like, what about yeah. if you're a group of people who tend to pay more people just to exist, yeah. not ourselves? <laughs> that would be that would be yeah. that'd be all Spokane. <laughs> we tend to just uh, you, know, you know make people. Make people, <laughs> make people listen to us. People. Pay our own money. It costs a lot. To yeah, be, yeah. To be as fabulous as we are. But thank yeah. you both. We do want to mention again. INBA Chamber. Dot org. Dot, dot, dot org. O-R-G. We have been talking with Michael Flannery and Christopher Zeiler about the INBA. If you have any questions, your business in town, you're curious about this. We do encourage you to get uh, in touch with these great mm-hmm. people and take advantage of something in our town that can help you grow your business. We're small right. businesses and we're trying, all of us, trying to grow every day. So Absolutely it's a great are. resource. So thank you both for thank being you. with us. Thank, thank you. you. We definitely appreciate it. Have a great day. All definitely. right. And Sergey, you're going to take nice us to you. music. I am going to take us to a quick music break. It's going to be uh, one of my favorite bands, actually, 21 Pilots. And this is a song, Migraine. What's up, y'all? This is Bob Creek. We listen to Outspoken on KYRS. Okay. Okay, okay. I love that little... Okay. Me too. Yeah, I know. I know. So that was a lovely, lovely interview with um, IMBA. Those boys I are know. fantastic. Christopher and Michael, I'm glad that they came in mm-hmm. and talked to us. They have a lot of things on the burners. So. Yeah, so keep that in mind when you're looking for a gay-friendly place to eat, dine, shop, or yeah. doctor. And, and if you, I know, that's so that's important. Huge. Yeah. And if you want to network and you're a small business, small businesses need to network. That's it's true. part of their survival. What a great way way to do it. Absolutely. It's all about it supporting each other. It is all about supporting each other. And speaking of support, Outspoken receives support from Rick Singer Photography at 415 and a half West Main Avenue in downtown Spokane, offering natural light portraits, passport and visa pictures, copy and restoration of old pictures and private instruction. More information at 838-3333 and online at ricksingerphotography.com. And Outspoken is funded in part with a grant from Pride Foundation. Information at pridefoundation.org. So this is a fun, uh, so far, so, so, so fun. Far, I only so messed up good. one name. 
and that's a, a pretty good thing for me. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you weren't even that bad. No, I know. That's the thing. Much, that's I, the thing. I know, right? A little smoother than usual. Yeah. I want to say one of my favorite segments. We do it yeah. once a month. We do. It is coming on right now. Um, the Bullhorn was a lot of fun. The first one was at the end of November. We got a lot of great feedback from it, and we listened. And yep. guess what? There's more. And there today's is more Bullhorn, Bullhorn is brought to you by the amazing, the fabulous Sergey Grink. The fabulous, yes. So... Um, to those of you who are friends with me on Facebook, you saw that I put up a status about oh, a couple weeks ago, maybe, maybe last week. Um, just it was it was a bit poetic, I suppose, but it was just about you know how how society is and how society um, forces us to be what they want us to be and not who we truly are or want us to be. So uh, part of that came from just a really inspirational moment that I was having. So I wrote. Um, just, just a page. I wrote just a page and now I'm going to read that to you. And then, um, I'll, I'll tell you where that came from. We'll discuss, and this will be the hot topic because it is kind of a it rant, is. this hot topic. I love a rant. I know. I love a rant too. All right. It's funny that we ask, what do you want to be? And if the answer doesn't fit guidelines of a cookie cutter lifestyle, we say, good luck finding a job or you should reconsider as if dreams are a disposable Starbucks cup with a number one recycling label on the bottom. So often our lives are built on the rubble of shattered past. Our dreams seem insurmountable next to the highway marked success in 48 miles, so we take it. It's funny that we say, enjoy life while you're young, while we slave away at the eternal desk of doom all day, as if the age is some prerequisite for a fast pass ticket to the roller coaster of life. At 18, we have no money, and at 40, money gets in the way. At 70, we're finally free, only to find that we can barely walk a mile without having a stroke, paralyzing the same body we committed to work our whole life. It's funny that we spew compliments like machine gun fire, yet when they take a shot for themselves, we lock them up in a prison cell barred by their perceived arrogance, as if confidence is a monolith in some national park, only to be looked at through the quarter-operated binoculars. Then we sit around, wondering how our children manage to fall victim to the disease of anxiety, failing to realize that we are what they're afraid of, that we are in charge of ruining our own lives. So that was kind of just a little tidbit that i wrote after i realized that we are all part of just this cycle that we are taught to be part of from the beginning um, and unless you realize that you have your dreams and you have to live the dream to be in the dream you get stuck in the cycle of going to college getting a career raising your kids having them them say way the same way and it's all social norms it's all the social constructs that they put upon you that you choose to live by and if you have a dream, if you, if you truly believe in that dream and want to do it, then having a backup plan is admitting failure. You have to live it. You have to be it. And no matter what someone says, if they say not everyone can be a dreamer, not everyone can be an astronaut, don't believe them because there are so many people out there who do and nothing changes. And we get stuck with factory workers and we get stuck with McDonald's workers and how many people will spend the rest of their lives saying, do you want fries with that? It's 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 crazy. So if you have a dream and if you truly, truly believe in that dream, don't ever let anyone stop you, despite what they say. If you are confident in your ability, don't let anyone, anyone tear you down because of that. It's just it's just not worth it. Your life is not worth living if you look back on it and you spent more time fighting than you did living. All I have to say is what you wrote. All I, yeah. all I could figure was, wow, 
Wow. I have to say, and you know, not that there's mm-hmm. anything wrong if you're working at Starbucks or Starbucks well, yeah, or if you're looking yeah, at McDonald's. Of course. I mean, those are, but they're starting and if jobs. That's what you want. Have have at it because exactly. your priorities are different in life. Yeah. But why do we spend so much time mm-hmm. shooting down the people who want different things than what we think you should want? Exactly. And we've talked about this on the show about snipers. Snipers. Uh, I believe yes. that we can be social exactly. snipers. And in the gay community, I do believe we do spend a lot of time mm-hmm. instead of supporting each other, sniping each other, yeah. sitting yeah. back and saying and just, you know, shooting all the ideas down. We've all known someone in our lives that that seems mm-hmm. to be their mm-hmm. goal. And for whatever reason it is, we can speculate till the day is long, and there's probably a million reasons why they choose to do that. Right, right. It does do a number on those of us. And you mentioned um, mm-hmm. perceived arrogance. Perceived arrogance. Which I think is very important. Mm-hmm. It's when you are a dreamer, when you exactly. have yeah. lofty, big dreams, very... Very much, uh, a lot of times, some people will come to you and call you arrogant. Mm-hmm. Um, it happened all of my life from my own family. Um, when I was confident in what I wanted, I was called arrogant, and that was a problem. And you have to er- learn early on. There is always a fine line between there confidence is. and arrogance. Exactly. But if you are a self-aware human being, we try to, on this show, always be grateful. Absolutely. We are always astounded by celebrity guests who come on who use the word grateful, Mm -hmm. who you can tell they know where they came from and they're appreciative of where they are today. Those people say so much to me. There's just I just think it's it is an epidemic out there that we do shoot each other down and say, you know, you're being arrogant. And yeah. How, how dare you think you can be more than than what I have decided that you are? Right, exactly. Well, how long do you have to live in your own uh, self self destruction to hate on other people? I mean, mm-hmm. just because you don't have the confidence that someone else does doesn't mean right. that they can't have it. Maybe. And if you're happy with your aim life, for it. yes. I'm not judging your life. No. I think we. What I want is for everyone to have the ability to have whatever life they mm-hmm. want to have. Mm-hmm. And so everybody's priorities are going to be different. So let's just celebrate yeah. when the another person is doing what they want in their life. Exactly. You know? Exactly. And it's just if these are my goals and I'm yeah. achieving them, then I'm happy about them. Let's celebrate that. If right. these are your goals and they're different than mine, but you're getting them and it's life is what you're making it. Exactly. Then I love exactly. that. But let's not tear each other down because we don't look the same. Right. It's the mm-hmm. outside world mm-hmm. and their and their prejudice and judgment of gay people, and yet we're doing it to each other exactly. inside the gay world. Exactly. And, we are. you know, and I will say, you've had that issue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. People who think you... Perceived yeah, arrogance. Perceived you are arrogant because yeah. you're confident, you enjoy right. what you're doing, you love right. being on the show, and um, it's given you a platform. Right, exactly. And it's it, that's, that's a problem with being, you know, loud, outspoken, and confident. Mm-hmm. All of these things a lot of the times will add up to arrogance. And, mm-hmm. I mean, you don't need that. You don't no. need to live in being afraid of being arrogant or what someone else thinks. Right. Um, it's, well, that's, just, that's just that. You know what's so funny? We put up our lip sync video yeah. uh, a while back, and uh, our Zoe, our uh, intern, had come to me and said, have you read some of the comments? And I right. hadn't. Right. Because we had had fun, and that's all it was for. Mm-hmm. Um you're going to have haters. I, I yeah. don't care if you're yeah. in the media. I don't care if you're just walking down the street. Mm-hmm. People going to hate. 
it's they just what we do, do and what all you can do mm-hmm. is not pay attention. And I actually said to her, I don't listen. I don't actually look at the comments. I mean, we get criticized on our show all the time, so oh yeah, we get emails. Oh, yeah. But and more power to you. And if it's constructive, we'll take it. And if it's not, exactly, you can't take it. Exactly. You have to let it roll off because there's always going to be those people out there. I just want us to focus more in our community on celebrating each other, mm-hmm. no matter where they are. You know, on this show, uh, notoriously, notoriously, notoriously. Um, I don't know that's, if that's, that's the right word. That's our show's favorite word. Right, sometimes. exactly. Um, I, you know, mm-hmm. we we had a changing of the guard this summer mm-hmm. only because some of the co they just had different things they wanted to do with life. There's nothing wrong with that. Nothing. And they're both... Uh, actually, all three of the past hosts, I celebrate them, and that's great because they are getting what they wanted. That's what life is about. Right. I support that. You yeah, know what I mean? Absolutely. We should all support that. I support not having my own life. and <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. And I think I just want us to, to spend more time uh, supporting in gratefulness yeah. and celebrating each other and less time in you like, don't look like me right, or you don't right. have my... You know, and it, it, in the overall world, it is. You mentioned growing up, and you're supposed to have these things, um, right? Your life is what you make it. It is what you make it. Mm-hmm. It is what you make it. Don't wait for the opportunity to come to you. Make your own opportunity. Ig, because that's how it happens. Thing. You know what? We so we don't have a lot of time. We don't. But I, there is one story I definitely want to talk about because yeah, yeah. of the writer, and it is what happened in Australia. It is what happened in Australia. That was, oh my that goodness. That was just earlier in the week. The, you, we all heard about the hostage situation at the Lint uh, Chocolate Cafe Chocolate, Chocolate Cafe. Cafe in Sydney, where uh, a number of hostages we were uh, taken hostage um, mm-hmm. by a shooter. Mm-hmm. And that whole situation, a guy by the, the name of Tory Johnson. Name of Tory Johnson turned out to be the hero in that situation he was the manager he was the manager and he finally took it upon himself to wrestle with the shooter Mm -hmm. um because some shots were fired that's what made the police jump in instead of waiting they heard the shots so they you know invaded or whatever you whatever the right word is went in there and got the shooter but in that process because tory johnson was wrestling with the shooter Mm -hmm. he was killed he was killed he was a gay man Yes. He had been with his, you know, him and his partner had been together 14 years. Mm-hmm. Um, and it made news around the world, not just because he was gay, but because this was a scary situation. Right. And this man right. did something. I mean, we talk about the, the, the gay man who, in 9-11, you know, took down that plane because mm-hmm. he didn't. Exactly. But what is most fascinating about this is is he is being labeled a gay hero. Everything's right. gay, gay, gay. Right. Which is fine. I have no problem with that. Um so there, the writer of the article we were reading. This and this is my favorite part as well. It's yeah. very interesting because a lot of people say, "So what? He's gay. He's just a yeah, hero. He's not defined by that." And I agree uh, completely. Right, but but and here is the but. So I wanted to actually read. Um, yeah, read absolutely what read it. She uh, said, and I'm going to find her name really quick. Yeah, it's um, it's really interesting because it's the other side to that argument, which I think is much more beautiful than. The whole, so what, he's just a guy, and we don't have to label him. And her name is Jean Ann Esselink, Mm -hmm. and she actually wanted to say something about that. Whenever we publish stories about the extraordinary deeds of gay men, someone will inevitably leave a comment asking, what difference does it make if he was gay? As a straight woman and ally, I would like to answer that question. For years, for centuries actually, gay men have been called pansies. They have been characterized as weak as ineffectual and cowardly. They have been painted as promiscuous, as man whores, and even as child predators. 
The truth, of course, has always been something completely different. But because they stayed in the closet, no one knew that the war hero or the movie star or the athlete they admired was gay. People are finally coming out, and gays are becoming accepted as part of the patchwork of America. But the struggle is far from over. So until LGBT equality is achieved, it remains imperative that we laud every gay success story. Not just every hero, but every actor, athlete, and policeman, every businessman, every clergyman, every faithful husband and loving father. We need to hold up successful gays as examples. We need to continue to tell their stories until we have put an end to the lie, to the damn lie, that gay men are somehow lesser beings. That said a lot to me. When she Mm -hmm. wrote that, here's the thing. He was, yes, as just a man. Yeah, yes, What Mm -hmm. a selfless act, Mm -hmm. no matter, you know, beyond that, the type of person. I mean, his partners come out and did a great, you know, um, tribute and flowers are like overflowing at this cafe. Yeah. Um, He was a guy that did a great act that saved a lot of people. Yes. Many, many lives. But she's right. Don't talk about snipers. Don't snipe these reporters who say gay. I get it. We are living. We want the day when that it doesn't matter. Mm hmm. But guess what? Today, it does. Yeah. It really does. And we can't forget that. People Mm -hmm. talk all the time about why. I asked, talk about the the gay doctor thing. When I first moved to Spokane, I tried to put out a message to different uh, Facebook pages and things and asked for uh, accepting doctor. I actually received many, many messages that said, you know, I don't think it matters anymore. And Mm. they're just your doctor. And this is what Mm. I have to say to you. I had to sue my doctor. Yeah. In, all I can say is Central Washington, um, I had to sue them because they actually said, point blank, they put it on a voicemail, they put it in writing, and they said it to my face. Actually, I can't help you because you're gay. And I had, he had been my doctor for three years. I had never said until that moment I was gay. There was no reason for me to come out to him. There was a reason at that time. And then he refused to serve me. Mm-hmm. I went in my car, and for a half an hour, I cried. Yeah. So don't tell me. That it's okay. I'm not saying the world isn't changing, and I'm so glad it is. But the point is, let's stop tearing each other down. We all want to feel safe. We all mm-hmm. want to celebrate that things are changing. We but really don't do. yeah. be ignorant or yeah. naive. That's all I'm saying. Exactly. Just just because it's a better time, you can't say that nothing that everything is right and everything is fixed. Just like you said, it's absolutely true that. You know, it matters. It still really does yeah. matter who your doctor and is so and where you go to. And so how hard is it to say, you know, I have a gay-friendly doctor. Exactly. That's a support, and there you go. That's it. No need to get into why, where, mm-hmm. you know, there's mm-hmm. no need. I mean, I'll share it if you're going to yell at me. But I'm just saying, I just, what a beautiful thing for this ally to write, this yeah. heterosexual woman to say, yeah. I'm going to call him a gay hero because right now, that's what he needs to be Because called. it matters so. right now. I love that. I know. It's amazing and beautiful. And right. thank you so much for the author and honestly, the whole situation in Sydney. Um, right. I mean, our hearts go out to yeah, him and his exactly. family. Um, and, uh, you know, I think no doubt those people are grateful that they, right. their lives were saved. So I think that's amazing. So I absolutely agree. Now, right before we go into a music break, we do have just just a touch more. And I wanted to mention this yes, real please. quick. Um, we have uh, Holder, which is. One of the uh, top attorneys, Attorney General, Attorney General, Attorney General Eric Holder, so announces the top. the top. Yeah, not even one of the right. top. Um, 
announced the Title VII of Civil Rights Act of 1964, 50 years ago, 50. which applies to no discrimination uh, based on gender, yeah. um, now applies to transgender because obviously that's still a gender. Mm-hmm. And so that's huge because it's nationwide. Because it's what you identify as. Right, exactly, exactly. So it's nationwide um, now, now on the books. Uh, not officially illegal, but since the attorney general has been you know, notified, he re- released a press release to all the other attorneys around the country. But this is how they're going to deal with this it. This is how they're going to deal with it. That so, it, it falls under Title Seven. Well, previously, yeah. the prohibition against discrimination based on sex excluded any consideration based on how a person presents or right. identifies their gender. Right. So there was an exclusion, and they're saying just because you identify mm-hmm. as a woman but you were assigned male at birth, mm-hmm. um, we actually – we're not going to consider this this a case of discrimination. Which is crazy. Yeah, and the U.S. Crazy. Attorney General is saying the way I see this is interpreted in Title Seven of the Civil Rights Act of 1964 is your perceived mm-hmm. gender – not your perceived gender. That is not not your perceived gender. But no. the gender that you identify yes, as yes. that matters. It does. What a big, huge, step. and for someone, the attorney general, to say that and come out and be like, right, this is it. Just and deal with it. The Obama administration, for the past yes. little while, has been trying to make steps. We talked a lot about mm-hmm. uh, the signing statements, the executive orders that uh, President Obama had put into effect that did protect. Uh, transgender individuals yeah, when it yeah. comes to civil employees, to uh, contractors who are, are wanting to get contracts with the federal government. Um, so those things were already put forward. So, you know, my mm-hmm. hope is that whoever comes next is going to continue this sort of thing. Say I what agree. you want yeah. about President Obama, yeah. but every president has goods and bads. So I'm just saying well, this is a wonderful thing. And for transgender Americans, for Americans, period, everywhere, what a uh, beautiful thing it is that I, this is happening. Yeah, absolutely. President Obama, thank you for being so supportive to yeah. the LGBT community. Absolutely first amazing. State, first president to ever in an interview support yes. the LGBT community. That was years ago. But, I mean, he was the first one to do it. So He was the first. I mean, got to laud the man for some things. Got to love him. Exactly. So we are going to take another quick music break. And after that, uh, when we come back, we will be talking to uh, No Hate Campaign. Yeah, um, the founders themselves. The founders themselves. Adam Buska and Jeff Harshley are going to join us in the studio. I love the No Hate Campaign. I know. They are Plus, amazing. They make you look fabulous. I'm just I, saying. They know how to do it. And they, they airbrush, do. apparently. Yeah. They do, because I, <laughs> I don't look anywhere near as good as that picture they sent sure. in, but I'll take it. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> so we are going to play a song by A Great Big World, and A Great Big World, actually, um, a couple weeks ago, won Best New Music Group on Logo's New Now Next Awards, which that. is fantastic because they are amazing they are amazing we've played their songs uh everyone is gay uh, one of my favorite songs one of my favorites well the ones yeah. that broke them on the charts is they did a say song something with, with christina, christina aguilera mm-hmm. and say something just amazing. spoke to my yeah. heart every yeah. single time i heard it they just keep getting cooler and cooler oh they just are amazing saying. yeah yeah so this is a song uh you'll be okay and it's pretty um pretty fitting for the lgbt community in every sense so here it is Thank you. A great big world with you'll be okay. You know what, Sergey? Yes. You'll be okay. Thank you, Jonathan. I think I will be okay. I think so. You are listening to KYRS Medical Lake Spokane 88.1 and 92.3 FM. And everyone's really going to be okay, I think. Jonathan, what do you think? think? 
you qualify. I, <laughs> I think everyone's going to be okay. Everybody's going to be great because you're listening to Outspoken. And we're very excited because we are going to be welcome two very special guests. The No Hate Campaign, there isn't a person in the world, I don't think, anymore who has not seen it. Um, I was lucky enough to have a picture done in Tulsa, Oklahoma three years ago, four years ago, some, anyway. So it was a while back, and I look fabulous, I'm just going to say. And we want to welcome Don't to you the, always. Always. We want to welcome to the program the two founders of the No Hate Campaign, Adam Busca and Jeff Harshley, and hopefully I got the names right. You are on the air, guys. Hey, how's it going? Hey, going Hi. great. How are you? Doing good. Just getting ready for the holidays. Oh, oh, that's I right. Know. It Good never ends. It never ends. Um, I just want to say thank you so much for taking time to be with us here um, in Spokane. I want to start with, first, I tried looking. Have you guys been up this way in Spokane before? Um, actually, no. And it, it's actually on my list of um, working on a tour right now mm. that would start in Sacramento and end in uh, Seattle. But nice. I'm hoping to extend it to end in, in Spokane. Uh, but we're just trying to find somewhere to make it happen. At. And you guys are traveling constantly. And before we, we get into that part of it, we want to start with a, letting our listeners know, I know that the impetus of No Hate came from in California when Prop 8 uh, was originally passed. Will you kind of tell us about what it was like back then and what started this you all's need to put this campaign together? Well, we, we saw that um, there was a lack of uh, representation showing the actual faces being discriminated against the actual issue. And we had a platform via social media to kind of mm -hmm. make a right. difference. And being a photographer, I, I had the ability to, to do something about that. But we never really intended to make an organization, and we never really intended it for it to grow this large. But once we saw the community really getting involved, it really inspired us to take this one step further. Um, like, you, right. like you said, it started with Proposition 8 in the fact that they were able to vote on essentially um, our rights. Um, but the fact that that could ever happen shows that everybody has the rights at risk, and that's why we all are in need to, to raise awareness to, to, this, um, to, to, this, to this overall. I mean, to the fact that we're all different in so many different ways. So we're trying to continue the message, and people constantly come in to adapt that by um, sharing their own stories. But mm -hmm. it's... It, it started with marriage equality, but we, we uh, see no end, end, uh, end in sight for this because there's so much more that we have to do. Sure, absolutely. And what a beautiful way to respond to that with, with not only visual media, but also with, you know, with a silent, uh, you know, a silent demonstration. Where did that idea come up, uh, come up from? Where, you know, taking the pictures, the no hate, uh, the duct tape, the whole silent, you know, stance. Well, I mean, like Adam said, it, it when, when we took the first photo after mm -hmm. Proposition 8 passed, it, it wasn't taking a, a photo for an organization. It was taking a photo for a profile for MySpace, you know, like our oh, MySpace okay. photo yeah. to date it. But, um, you know, we saw a lot of people around that time using um, a logo for their profile photo, and the logo read, I'm a victim of hate. And oh, wow. I think that, um, you know, it, it was relevant to a lot of people. But the thing is, like, for me and Adam, like, we didn't know who that – person exactly what we couldn't see who that person was right without going to their profile and clicking on their photos and then actually mm -hmm. going to find out so we want to try to portray that same message like put the face to that message right like i'm the victim here and, and i'm going to show my face and and you know we use the no hate as a protest side of it and the reason that we have the tapes is because we felt silenced 
Right. We felt like our, our state was putting our rights to a majority vote, and us as minorities, you know, we felt like we didn't really have a chance. So we just wanted to portray how we felt at the moment. You know, we're not saying like let's all just you know be silent about this. We're just trying to say this is how we feel. Look at exactly. this is how we feel. Well, I have to say, you know, we talk a lot about on uh, Outspoken, we talk a lot about how it's easy to dislike, to hate someone that we don't see as a person. And I love that you guys have put the face. You've made it to where this is who I am, because it's harder for me to justify uh, hating and destroying someone's life if I see them as a person. And I love that that's basically what you guys have done. And in no time at all, you did it for your Facebook page or your MySpace page. In no time at all, it seems like people really responded. I mean, you guys have taken politicians and celebrities and everyday people to be able to do something that's empowering and positive. Did you ever foresee that happening? Well, like, I mean, we didn't foresee anything happening. We have to reiterate that over and over because none of this was planned. But the the fact that so many people have gotten involved on so many different levels, it just goes to show how many people are supporters of equality so if everybody that is a supporter speaks out, you know, there's going to be a lot more vocal people around. You know, when Cindy McCain took her photo with us, she didn't just start supporting marriage equality that day. She right. was a supporter of it. We just didn't know about it. She she made a stance that day when she took that photo, mm-hmm. and she made it vocal, and, and she, she showed it's not a party issue that Republicans can support equality. But, you know, if more people can just be vocal with it, you, I think a lot of people would be surprised how many people are really in favor of equality. Sure. Yeah, Absolutely. Uh, a lot of a lot of people come, came out to support that, especially like we mentioned celebrities and all of that. But you know, it's it did start with with the general public, and you've you've mentioned that it wasn't ever intended. It was just a thing that you know kind of came up and happened. So how how did you proceed from there, where it started to become a bigger and bigger thing, and you saw more people do it? How did the organization part of that start? Uh, if you weren't ever planning on it, you know, where did that come from? Um, well, we always kept the focus on um, the people, and we kept the message mm-hmm. simple. I mean, we kept it the photo shoot the same for everyone um, from day one to even today. I mean, it's just a quick and easy thing, and the focus was on making that statement. Sure. We were first hosting photo shoots, and we saw maybe a few hundred people come out. Um, we we noticed that we had to do something about this, so we formed the 501c3. We made it a nonprofit. We were uh, inviting our friends in to kind of uh, voice their opinions, be a part of our board, so we could kind of grow this but we it's really been a community driven thing uh, like you said before we've had a lot of celebrities as a part of this campaign but majority of the people that are moving this forward are the, the faces that come in to pose for a photo or mm-hmm. the faces mm-hmm. that might send us a photo through uh, different parts of the world through our um, app online um, right. and on my, my no hate section of the website but uh, this this uh, campaign is truly driven by the voice of the people well, I, I just want to make one thing clear um you know, a lot of people see the celebrity photos more than they see the everyday photos. Right. There's, we're about 45,000 photos total, and we just passed six years. And wow. of those 45,000, maybe 10% are familiar faces. So, I mean, you have to, that's only 5,000 out of 45,000 that are mm-hmm. familiar faces, right. which means the foundation of this campaign is everyday people that are coming out supporting from literally all over the world. We've been to 19 countries already. Oh, my so, goodness. It's really, 
coming from yeah. everywhere. Well, you're, and you're talking about everyday people. I have to tell you, so I lived in Tulsa, Oklahoma for a few years of my life, and I, uh, you know, I worked with the commun- the LGBT Equality Center down there, and I have to say that was when I always knew about No Hate uh, campaign since you guys started, but that was when I actually was able to go to an event uh, to be part of the community and have pictures taken. And I have to tell you, we were all floored at the number, the sheer number. Of we always felt very isolated in Tulsa because, you know, it's Oklahoma. It's very it's not exactly progressive. And the community down there, there's a, you know, a gay community. But we had no idea the support we had until we went to the Equality Center that day. And the line and the amount of people was there. It is transformational, really, to celebrate and to recognize and y'all work hard you know in there taking the pictures as one right after the other and yet it does so much for that person in front of that camera to to take pride and be part of something like this i mean you must be exhausted but what an amazing work you're doing um for us we're, we're thankful to be in this position mm-hmm. and we realize that um growing up i mean for me in a small town we never had the ability to make this kind of statement to have this kind of power and to have this kind of voice. So now that we have the momentum in the community on our side, we see an opportunity. Um, so we never take that for granted. So we're, we're definitely thankful to be in the positions that we're in to be taking these photos and to be making that statement. Um, but we definitely pride ourselves in the fact that all of these events are community events and they invite people in that are like-minded mm-hmm. and uh, growing a positive message and direct response to something so negative. Sure, right, yeah. And and you go and do community events all over the world, like you said, you've been in uh, multiple countries and all over the country. How how do you keep going to these tours? Where does the funding come from? Is that also a community uh, based thing? Donations? How how does that keep you going? Well, this, the the organization is completely funded by the photos and the merch, like the merchandise, like the mm-hmm. nature shirt stuff. Um, you know, when we go around to these photos, people will pay a fee for the photos. You know, it's our, our supporters are, are, are younger. The majority of them are younger. Mm-hmm. So it, it, we're not the type of organization that would take, you know, necessarily send out you know, the emails asking for donations. So we, we try to go out. We try to engage with these people. We try to provide them with a tool, which is the photo, in, the, in, you know, in exchange for their donation. And they understand that, that the, the fee that they're paying for that photo is going to fund the campaign to go to another city to mm-hmm. to rally the people in that city and to get them going. You know, um, Adam and I weren't activists before this campaign started. So right. for, for one photo to spark our activism, you know, look what's happened. So right. let's say of those 45,000 people, if we could spark a handful of them to be activists to the next level, then I think that we did something good. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I have to tell you, and not only now, Adam, you have been a photographer of, you know, some well-known people. You were doing that prior to this project, correct? And Jeff, I know you were working, I think it said, I was reading your website, like a general manager. You know, your lives were very much different. Yeah, we were not activists. I was working, like you said, a general manager in West Hollywood. So I was kind of entrenched in the the scene of Proposition 8 during all that. Mm -hmm. Um, So I was aware of it, but I wasn't I wasn't activated, you know? Mm-hmm. For me as a photographer, I mean, yeah, my life definitely has changed, but I feel like uh, for me it's, it's important for people to know that I still consider myself a photographer. I mean, everyone has an ability to make a difference. My life as a photographer has always been that way, and I, I, I've just included that talent to um, be able to raise awareness to something that uh, means a lot to me. But everyone has 
influence. Everyone has the power to make a difference. It's just about using your talent and using what you're good at to, to incorporate that and to get involved. I see. I think that's amazing. You know, that's the whole reason we started this show was because we believe anybody can make a stand. Anybody can make a difference right where you are. And I, we don't have to be in L.A. We don't have to be, you know, in New York. I mean, that's great if you're there, but do it where you are today. And I think you guys are really spreading that amazing word The there's um, there's a visual written in your website that I love so much, and it's I think it's about Jeff, who talks about lacing up his shoes to run out into the streets and be part of the protest for the Prop 8. What an amazing visual that that was the inspirational moment that said, you know what, I'm right here and I can say something. Yeah, we were we were in the heat of the moment, and, and you know, the thing that really struck it with us was that it physically and, and literally affected our lives. Like, our right was literally taking, taken mm-hmm. away from us that day when Prop. 8 passed. So it, this could have been anything. We could have been, you know, women who had our, our voting rights taken away, and we started this, you know, right. this movement for, for women's rights. It just happened to be the, 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 the thing that was the, that defining moment within us that was just like, this is just messed up, and we, we have to do something. Yeah, we were, we were people that had the ability to make a difference, and we were inspired. We, we felt right. we felt to do something. Right. Um, but even today, I mean, it's, it's important to know that, um, that the campaign is only a staff of four people. It doesn't take yeah. an army to make a difference. So sure. six, six years into this, um, a lot of people have the perception that we might be uh, a few hundred to two thousand staff or something right. crazy. But the truth is, it doesn't take an army. People can do a lot uh, with their mindset to it. Right. Exactly. If you if you dream and if you if you just go out and do it, if you believe in your cause, you're going to have to. Uh, just do it, and you, you make a difference. Anything. You yeah. really make a difference. So where to from now? What's what's in the future? What are we going to see from Nohe? Is it just going to continue being a tour? I know you're um, already going to start another yeah, tour. Another tour? What's, what's, what's coming here? Well, I mean, just for 20, we're, we're going to keep doing what we do. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, there's not full equality across all 50 states, and so obviously that's a, a, a goal of ours. Uh, hopefully that will happen next year with the momentum that's happening now but right so we're going to be going around um i think we just announced like 20 stops already and Mm -hmm. we already have about uh 35 planned for next year but the the goal is to go around and to unite the community and to provide these photos and and to to work with you know um lgbt centers around the country which is where we tend to go to do these photo shoots at because we're bringing people in their doors to show them what they're doing so that when we leave Boise, Idaho, those right. people that live there are going to be mm-hmm. like, I know where that center is and I'm going to go volunteer for them and I'm going to help them. And exactly. we're just getting people motivated, you know, it's just, and they're supporting the no hate campaign for whatever reason it is right. impactful to them. You know, we're not telling them you need to support marriage equality to, to take this photo. We're, we're saying take this photo because it's relevant and, and anybody can relate to the message of no hate and we're exactly. all on the stage you know, fight together. And beyond that, it's not just about marriage equality. I mean, we're living in a world of a war and bad economy. Exactly. We see so many reasons to be bringing people together instead of trying to tear them apart based on mm-hmm. our, our mm-hmm. visual differences, our physical attributes, things like that. It's just crazy. Exactly. We need to stop being social snipers of each other is, is very true. And I have to say, um, like I said, just being having the experience of being there, uh, of being able to have my picture done. It was me and my friends. We were so excited. And being able to do that was 
totally inspirational to me. And I have to say, lots of people, you know, you just said people have this impression that there's, you have this huge staff. And I remember getting to being there for the pictures and everybody saying, well, it's not the main photographers. They, they probably contracted out, but that was you guys. Yep. That's yeah. us, everyone. Yeah, and that's what's and I will say I remember saying to my friends they were really nice. Yeah. So <laughs> and and you know that picture ends up you know me and my friends it's framed on all of our walls. That picture says a lot to all of us, and we're gonna somehow get you into Spokane because the outspoken voice definitely need, need to. Uh, well, and Spokane just as a well, city yes. needs this. But yeah. I have to say, how do you even begin to call out to these centers to set up? A tour of 20 cities, like you said. How do you even begin to do that and to organize that? I mean, it's it's, it's lucky for us that um, a lot of them are are familiar with us. Right. So it's easy for us to, you know, just send a, an email to the director and say, hey, we're going to be in your area on this day. Would you like to host a photo shoot? And chances are, and usually they'll say yes. Um, you know, we always try to split proceeds with um, all the nonprofits or all the centers that we work with. So, you know, they'll, they'll get a percentage of, of the photos for their center mm-hmm. anyway. So it's kind of like their incentive approaching the photo shoot. But, you know, it's just it's just a lot of willingness and a lot of people just, uh, you know, going out of their way to, to make it happen. Because, mm-hmm. you know, imagine when you went into that room in Tulsa, Oklahoma and saw all those people right. and you already knew that community existed. but. What about that kid that went in that room that didn't know that community? Exactly. He in his own neighborhood, you know? And exactly. now he's there with 400 people that he's just like, wow, all these people are just like me, you right. know? That's amazing. I have to tell you, you uh, you both, your passion is palpable. Even over a phone call on a radio show, your passion, you can feel it in the air. And I think, you know, you said it doesn't take an army, you know, to change our world. And I think... I love that you are spreading that message and we are so thankful for people like you out there. And I'm so glad outspoken got to highlight you today. So thank you both for taking time on Sunday. Uh, we're going to put up all the links to your sites, to your site that we, uh, on all our social media, because we definitely want to do our part in supporting what I think is very important work. Well, thank you for helping us amplify our message, and that's something that we are very strong about doing for Mm -hmm. other people, and that's why we share their stories, and we amplify their message, so uh, we appreciate your help. Thank you both so much. You have a wonderful Sunday. Get some rest, because it sounds like you're going to be really busy. (laughs) (laughs) It'll be good. It's all worth it. Right, exactly. Thank you. No problem. Take care. Bye, boys. And that yes. was the No Hate Campaign. Yes, Adam Busca and Jeff Harshley, partners partners in crime. Partners, uh, Adam Busca partners is a well-known um, photographer. Uh, Jeff Harshley manages and makes all of these tours happen. Both accidental activists, you know, just inspired by a moment in time. And they did one little thing that turned into something that they never, never intended and never imagined, but they embraced wholeheartedly yes to do they something. did i they are passionate so good so into the idea and so community-based so people-based this they is about are. the people i love that they wanted to talk about that it's not just celebrities yeah, although how great amazing. they're thankful for that right but it's about everyday people standing up and saying they want to show for them whatever this picture means right. to them right they want to show that because you know what in so many ways we are silenced i i think there was a theme in this day that we didn't even realize and it was, it was. let's remember mm-hmm. to be thankful and to support each other. To celebrate yes, all of us. Yes, and not mm-hmm. tear each other down. Um, wow. Their passion just floored me. 
Yeah, I, we have great amazing, people. Amazing, amazing people. They were just all there. They and, were so excited for their cause, and you know what? It's a good cause. I do yeah. very mm-hmm. much encourage anybody out there if they're check out the No Hate uh, website. Kurt the Schmear will put that up for you. Check it out. First of all, not only can you look at everyday people's mm-hmm. pictures on there, but you can look and see what city they're coming. If they're anywhere near you, I encourage you to go. He talks about what about that kid who doesn't realize there are so many allies and people like him. What a beautiful reason. Right. And so go take your friends. Do you have, you know, maybe you have a a niece or a nephew, take them and let them experience what it's like to be part of something bigger than themselves. Be part of it and have a good time having your picture taken. And it's just, you're a part, you're a part of something big. It's just great. I mean, on the vanity side of Mm -hmm. things, I'm telling you, you so you buy your really picture, good. it comes in and you're like, oh, I look amazing. Yeah. yeah, it's they make you look really good. Oh, <laughs> but see, though, well, boys, you know, when I uh, mm-hmm. when we were in there, I did say to my friends, there were there were three of us and we yeah. wanted our picture taken together. They're my best friends. And uh, shout out to uh, Spencer, Spencer and Lucas. Love Spencer you, boys. Spencer and Lucas. Um, Over shout in out Tulsa? to them. Yeah, in Tulsa. Tulsa. Mm-hmm. Um, but I said to them. Boy, they were so nice. And it and I remember meeting Adam and mm-hmm. I remember meeting Jeff. And they make it a, a they don't you never feel rushed. Right. They make it feel they even there want you to feel this moment. Right. And uh, they take a, you know, five, six pictures and they do get to choose which one is best, but I would I would rather trust the professionals. <laughs> sure, yeah. So they so they really want you to be part of the whole process and they it do. to be about you. Well when you're out mm. waiting, you go to this one person and they paint the no hate on you sure. and, and, and it's just it's it's it was a fun really it was an inspirational experience for me. That's Especially amazing. in Tulsa where mm-hmm. I knew there were other gay people. There was a gay bar in town, so I knew they existed. But the allies and everything it was that place was packed, and I don't care how long I had to wait. I was going to be there. You were going to so, get that picture. Um, that's, that's we're going to get them to Spokane because Spokane people. I, you know, they said they work with the the LGBT centers. I'm sad that ours is closed. Right. They're still away. Let's get them to Spokane. They're coming to Boise. They're coming to Portland. They're coming to Seattle. We're going to have them make a little jaunt over here because Eastern Washington needs it just as much. But if I have mm-hmm. to travel to Seattle, I will travel. To we Seattle. will go to Seattle to get it again. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's that. That's something we'll probably talk to them about. Maybe we can get them to see uh, uh, to Spokane. Let's. Maybe we should all just email email them. Yeah, a giant blast of emails to say, "Hey, Spokane should be on your list for this tour." Exactly. Now, amazing work they're doing. Really quick, we're going to take another song break since we have a bit of time, and it's a very appropriate song since we're talking about taking pictures. It's it's going to be Paparazzi (laughs) by uh, Lady Gaga. You know, why not? Just have a little fun, right? Exactly. Hi, this is Justin from Sending Precious Weapons, and you're listening to Outspoken on KYRX. Thank you, Justin. I love Justin. Trans He's her. a great guy. You know what I've learned um, in in these past, what, six months maybe? Yeah. Uh, seven months that I've been on the show is that whenever I say, hey, we have 20 seconds, I'm going to turn the mics on, I wait an extra five for you to stop talking. That is the smartest. Or singing. Or singing. Yeah, you were just singing paparazzi and I look at <laughs> and you. And then I remember looking at you going, yeah. oh. Yeah. <laughs> That's Jonathan, mics you. are on. And then he just keeps singing. Okay. You learn so well. Oh, You're like, yeah, it always crazy. takes him five seconds longer. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, okay. To three, hear what I just two, said. One. 
Done. <laughs> I love it. This has actually been a fun show. What a um, great, great show. I, like I said, I feel like it's been themed, and that wasn't even planned. It wasn't. It really, truly it's wasn't. All, I mean, right uh, from the start with Michael Flannery and Christopher Zeiler mm-hmm. from the INBA. Um, which is a gr- which I didn't realize was such a great resource here in Spokane. Right? Uh, the whole directory is open to the public. Well, I love that they also offer uh, companies. Yeah. Yeah. To go in and look at their hiring practices, right. their exactly. HR practices, and kind of help them be more diversity friendly, sure. more LGBT friendly. Right. Um, yeah, very. Amazing. It's a very uh, interesting organization that is more supportive than I ever imagined. I know. Well, I mean, that's that's crazy that if a company says, hey, we want to be, but we're just not. That they, They'll I help. Know. They'll help. I love, I guess I didn't I, think about it. Yeah. I love that um, it's not just a, oh, they want to be part of it and then they're. Right. They're in. Yeah. You know, I'm like, I guess it's probably a good thing it's that they good, make yeah. sure they, <laughs> yep. they vet the uh, <laughs> the people who, applicants who want to be part of it. It's mm-hmm. good. Lots mm-hmm. of work going on there. And. A lot of support. You can get to the little directory online. online. Which is what, what, what is their website? INBAchamber.org. There it is. INBAchamber.org. Since apparently I was looking at somebody else's website. I think oh. it was the same website because yeah. it did have the facts of 1994. Okay. But I'm guessing probably not official website. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Sure. Maybe, maybe a second website they had right. one time. So mm-hmm. from them and them talking about how important it is for us to bind together to right. the, the articles that we talked about earlier. The articles. Right down to Adam Busca and Jeff Harshley. With the No Hate campaign. And what inspirational, just, they are not going to stop. They are such inspirational no. people. They are on this path. They're going. Yes. Full speed. Oh, and not, yeah. And they just want, and they keep wanting, I mean, they are on point, on mission, and they want to get the word out there. And I love that. I was telling Sergey during yeah. the break that, I'm like, and no time for Jonathan shenanigans. Yeah. <laughs> Jonathan, <laughs> Jonathan no. you are joking, and this is not okay. Yeah, do not joke. And I actually no. respect them a lot for that. Now, right. as an inter- as someone who interviews people, you pick up on cues really quick. Exactly. Because you, you need to you adjust to your style based on. Right, yeah, because Stephen Garino is going to be a different interview than exactly. Mike. Exactly. We are so thankful. I can't believe it was just last week that we did our birthday show. That's Thank right. you to all of the great people who called in. I have a bone to pick with Steven. I hope he's yeah, listening. Yeah, Steven Garino. I'm going to send you this clip, too. Steven Garino. So after the mess, after after the interview, not interview, Colin on our after birthday. After the happy birthday, Colin. Um, apparently, he was um, too, too, what, flustered to well, flirt? Well, because he's too typically, flustered? when you go on a talk show, yeah. you, you start by talking to the producer. And yes. between you and the producer, you have a conversation of kind of how you want the interview to go. Mm-hmm. Sometimes on certain shows, the producer will, you'll tell him anecdotes. The producer will tell you what he thinks is going to fly on the show. And then they're transferred over. Exactly. But because of that our day. technical exactly. difficulties, they had to call directly to my cell phone, which meant most of the time you were just going right on the air. Yeah, it was. Because Hello, it you were on be, air. Yeah. yeah. So all of these people were calling my cell phone. He didn't know. He didn't know. So he was too <laughs> flustered to flirt. So. I being the nice gentleman that I am, write him a completely PC, 100% formal, dear Mr. Stephen Garino um, letter on Facebook. I haven't heard this. Keep going. And and I, I send it. And I, I, it's probably maybe two or three pages long. I mentioned, wow. thank you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I said, thank you for calling in on our birthday. Thank you for the headshots. You're inspirational, like mm. all this stuff. I love you on Big <laughs> Gay Sketch Show. Um, just being super nice and genuine. Yeah. And I end it. And, and in the middle, I'll throw in jokes like, hey, you can tell this is formal because I just said a formal word, blah, blah, blah. Love that. You know, just being all cheeky and whatnot. And then I, I sign it off. Sincerely, Sergey. Okay. 
I see on Facebook that he read it the day after at 10. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, so today I'll get a message. Nope. It's <sighs> been a week and Steven Garino has not I messaged will tell me you, back even though he wants to apparently flirt with me. I will tell hmm. you what I've noticed about Mr. Garino. Yeah. <laughs> I will tell you. Mr. Garino. Mr. I'm going to tell him I called him that. Yeah. So after our show on <laughs> Sunday, yeah. I, I wrote him a quick message on right. Facebook and thanked him. And then, and I told him, little do you know, you called my cell phone, so if I want to stalk you, I can stalk you. Yeah. And, well, it started a nice conversation, but every time I write him, this is what I've noticed. I'm guessing he works all throughout the week, and yeah. he never gets back until Sunday. It's always Sunday. So maybe- huh. Maybe today's the day. Maybe today's the day. So he can talk. So for whatever reason, I'm sure he's a busy, busy man. Well, sure. Plus, he's doing two shows well, right sure. now. My guess- Okay. Is check. Okay. But I mean, I am going to send him this clip anyways. <laughs> okay. But I'll say, when him and I were talking, we had a great conversation. And, um, <laughs> and I said to him, mm-hmm. um, Stephen, I just want you to know that I set up and you did. a perfect point for you to flirt with Sergey. And he said, yes, you did. And I can't believe I blew it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. He's a he, good guy. Yeah. And so nice to us. Yeah. Um, amazing. Yeah. Amazing person. Very kind. And um, I'm, I'm amazed at his down-to-earth craziness that i love so much because he's willing to talk to us and he's like hey put my name on that number in your phone you can just just text me anytime i'm like which is crazy yeah well steve agrito said we're friends (laughs) um but he's a lot of fun and i can't i really i'm gonna actually clip this when i go home okay please and just send it you know just casually almost accidentally Mm. drop it in his inbox shoot i didn't that i didn't mean for you to listen to sergey talk yeah (laughs) but he's fun because he likes to flirt with you oh and he's seen your picture because right I don't know where. Okay. Mm, is, that, is that true? That's, that hasn't happened ever, maybe. He's, okay. And we, you know, we're big supporters of Stephen Green. We're having one of his friends from the Big Gay Sketch Show. Johnny McGovern. Next on. week. That, oh my gosh. That Can is you believe next week. that's on Sunday? Wow. So. Well, yeah, so cry. he's going to come on, mm-hmm. and so he worked with Stephen Greeno, so we'll have to tell Johnny, too. Yeah, plus, and we did one of his really great songs. We lip-synced to it. That was... Yes, <laughs> for... Gayest um, of all time. Gayest of all time, because it's appropriate It is. I, yeah. <laughs> I mean, have you met us? <laughs> do you listen to the show? Because if you right. do, you'll know. Yeah, remember that story yeah. earlier about me breaking into song? Just... Yeah. <laughs> Eight yeah, years old running yeah, around. Remember the, house. the gym stories we tell you? Yeah, just don't forget those. Yeah. yeah. So, no, yeah, because <laughs> we place. did his, and he was nice enough to tweet it out to the universe. Out to the and universe. And actually, Stephen Greeno um, got all of our social media um, yeah. info because he's he's doing that as well. We support Stephen, even yeah. if he would. He was busy looking for a bagel, so I think that's true. He that was. was that. I was, mean, I hope he got a good one. Like that was preoccupying him hmm. to flirt with the Sergey. Yeah, <laughs> so, maybe he's playing hard to get now. <gasps> oh God, Ooh. no! I don't play games. I love I, it. So, I don't play games. Um, but you know what? Johnny McGovern is mine. So hands off. Okay. So I'll, every inc- hey Shamir, are wait, you wait, listening wait, wait. to me? I see the Shamir in that room. So hands off, Johnny McGovern yeah. is mine. <laughs> They're fighting over it. We, we did, did. Did we just determine that Stephen Green was mine? Because I thought Tyler Oakley was mine. Well, he has. But Tyler Oakley hasn't been on yet. So we. Are, okay. So as soon as that happens, he's in right? the penalty box. <laughs> okay. Tyler, are you listening? We're uh-huh. going to email this clip to him. We're just going to email everybody yeah. different clips. <laughs> hey, um, we have wanted Tyler Oakley on, and you have crush on him. A little and bit. He is a cutie. Super hilarious. And his laugh. Let's just oh talk. God. Let's just. Talk I'm sorry. About, I'm obsessed you know? with his hair. That's true, and right. he he has the perfect silver, silver gray white. And sometimes hair. he put things colors in it. Yeah. In it. Yeah. He's twenty five. Mm-hmm. Last time I checked, I will have to say this: Can two people with such great hair be in a relationship? You know, 
I think all of the product will be gone the morning we I, buy it. Exactly. It's, I it's think just, the budget works, will yeah. explode for hair products. I think the universe will explode. <laughs> There's too too much. Your hair is fabulous, and everybody comments uh-huh. on your hair. Stop. I love his hair yeah. with a passion that I can. Amazing hair and hilarious. Right, just saying, Tyler. But tiny little pocket. He is a pocket, little pocket gay. gay. Yeah. He is a pocket gay. Uh-huh. I think he's like. He in the gay world, he is the Tom Cruise, which is funny in itself because Tom Cruise is the Tom Cruise in the gay world. Yeah, right. (laughs) But he probably has to wear those uh, platforms. I would like it if you got together with him because I would feel tall. Oh, oh, is this why? Yeah, this is why you're vouching for this relationship, (laughs) Tyler. Only date date shorter people. Date my friend Sergey. I'm just saying. (laughs) But I love it. We have so much fun on on this show. I know it's a lovely time, and um, you know, I'm not. Looking forward to Christmas all that much. I'm um, not even talking about it. You're not even talking about it. We missed Thanksgiving this this year, we by did. the way. This has been a, a s- crazy, crazy year. stressful every year. Every year, I have Thanksgiving every year. Mm-hmm. It's well, maybe, for my friends. It's for that. Yeah. Just I just want to be with friends. Yeah. The pressure. Like, when I have money, I like to spoil people. But I like to do that throughout the year. Yeah, exactly. When I don't have money, the pressure makes me depressed. Right. Yeah. Let me tell you one thing is my whole life I have hated the pressure of gift giving during yeah. Christmas, especially when I would wake up on Christmas morning as a kid and find that my parents had to buy me, you know, either a flashlight or a book. And I was like, Mom, I know. Mom, Dad, I know you guys are in a bad situation. Right. You don't have to buy me anything. Yeah. Because yeah. you are feeling so much pressure to make us happy. Yeah, and it's we're it, great. You know, and it tears you. I mean, it's, you're really torn this time of year because, yeah. of course, I want to do things that make my nieces and nephews right. happy. I right. want to spoil them. Um, but it's, it's it's such an awkward moment mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because I feel like it's in our society we it's almost expected. There's it and is. there's obligation gifts that you give. I I stress out this time of year. Yeah, and I <laughs> yeah. stress out as it is. Um, a little bit. Can I tell you, my boss? I'm like, what am I going to do? Right. I need to apparently do something for my for boss. Your boss. I mean, because it just is this horrible wrenching, and that's why yeah. Thanksgiving was important to me because it was just about let's was get easy. together, mm-hmm. make food together in the yeah. kitchen, laugh a lot, play games, and just do that part. I'm not saying my family makes it all about, you know, all about oh, the yeah, money. Yeah, yeah exactly. I mean, they play games. It's just the weird. It's your family. Not feeling yeah. like you mm-hmm. can give what you wish you could be able to. Or, yeah, you're whole. You know, you're whole. We make the um <laughs> your whole self, not your whole. Okay, not your whole. I couldn't even yeah. keep going. <laughs> you just, like, just what just happened? Look on Jonathan's face. Your whole um. Uh, um I don't yeah. even know what I was saying anymore. <laughs> but yeah, you know, I don't know. It's a fun uh, time of year, and yeah. I know people call me the Grinch, and it's not me about too. that. Me too. Right? Yeah. I. You know, more power to you. It's, you know what? I mm-hmm. had a rough coming mm-hmm. out. I didn't talk to my family for years. It took yeah. about 10 years to make it okay. It's just never been a fun time for me. So, you know, it's... I try to be thankful for what I have. Right. Yeah. And then wish the holidays to fast forward. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thanksgiving to Christmas. Hurry up. Hurry, hurry up. Hurry Thanksgiving to Christmas. Up. Let's just get all of December done. I love yeah. normal times of year. Yeah. Where it's just normal. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Like, this is fun. I like, yeah. I actually really like New Year's because it New can Year's be fun. is. The end of that whole holiday stress, right? And it's it's just the beginning of something new, and it's kind right. of fun, and there's right. no pressure for anything. You're like, I'll go out, maybe and I won't go. To I work. sort of like because you know, there's mm-hmm. um, 
New Year's resolutions oh, yeah, notoriously yeah. fall apart. Yeah, all the time. So I like that we started ours before. Yeah. Because then it's not really a resolution. Exactly. So maybe it has more of a shot. Well, let's not even call it a resolution because it's I not. feel like if we do, it's just going to fall apart. Right? Let's not even label yeah, it. Yeah, no labels. I Don't will put say, it in a box. If you go to hotmesssunday.com mm-hmm. and you look on the right column of our website, you're going to see a lovely little uh, a new graphic that the Schmear put up for our hashtag ready for the 5K. If you click on that, it's going to take you to a page that's going to give mm-hmm. you some information. We are going to continue to bring more information, but on it even has step one. Has what step is your one. first step? It is to eat breakfast every day. Eat breakfast. And breakfast means... A good breakfast. Yeah, healthy. Healthy. Don't grab a candy bar. No, you don't want a candy bar. I had to learn that. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oatmeal. Oatmeal is the best. Get oatmeal fast. fast. One minute oats. Throw some blueberries in there. Can I be Maybe honest peaches. With you? Maple only, sugar. You can put just, let's say you went and got yeah. Quaker oats. Yes. You can put the water and everything and still put it in the microwave. Two minutes. That's exactly what I do. You know what? Yeah. yeah. And so yeah. it doesn't even have to be that instant stuff. Just go oh, yeah. get it and you can do it that oh, way. Yeah. I do that and... Sometimes I wait till I'm at work. We have a microwave. I do it there. There you go. Because maybe I didn't have time on the way out the door. Right, so. right. Or got some some money, a little extra money. Just drive by a uh, drive-through Starbucks. I go there. Mm-hmm. They give me my blueberry oatmeal. Oh, right. Starbucks. Thank you. Can you do that. We've been posting pictures. I encourage everybody, all of our listeners. Hey, did you have mm-hmm. breakfast mm-hmm. today? Take a picture. Take a picture of yourself saying, "I hate breakfast, but you're doing it anyways." Hashtag ready for the five k. Hashtag outspoken. And you can do that on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. We Show us that you're part of the team. Exactly. And we did just launch our Instagram. We just created we an account. Launched it. It's launched. Um, and it is Hot Mess Sunday. Mm-hmm. Hot Mess Sunday. Yes, that is three S's. That yes. is important to know. Remember that. Um, and go look at it. We've been posting our breakfast. Yeah. Uh, we will be posting our status throughout the whole thing. Step yeah. two, step three, all You'll the steps all the way till running. Excited and then, or miserable, whatever it is. Whatever and it, it is. doesn't matter because guess what? In training, you're going to have amazing days. You're going to yes. have days where you don't feel like doing it, yeah. but you do it anyway. You have to get through it. So and I love fun, it. So. And the fun thing is about the training part is that it's just three days of running a week. Sundays are always, ro- off, always off. Always off. Because you have to listen to our show. Exactly. And the running... Is really mostly walking in the beginning, and it's always half right. an hour, never more. And if you start training early, it's kind of like finals. If yeah. you don't start studying for finals exactly. till the day before, yes, it's gonna it's gonna be horrible, gonna and you're gonna hate rough. it. Yeah. But if you start the training with us, then we're we're giving you like six months of it. So remember, we are. Exactly. your challenge for this week from Sunday to Sunday. Your challenge is to eat breakfast every day. Show us that you're doing it, um, and then next week we'll give you. Step, step two. two. And we'll and talk actually, a little bit gonna about there's going to be a step each week exactly. to get us. Every and week. if you want to officially join the Outspoken team mm-hmm. for this great cause, uh, email us, listeners. Yeah. Email us at listeners at hotmesssunday.com. So do that if you if you don't feel like, mm-hmm. if you want to go right to the right. Shamira man, email producer at hotmesssunday.com. But tell them, I want to be part of hashtag ready for the 5K. Yes. Here's my name. Here's my email. Here's my phone number. We'll make sure you get your tips from us, and we'll let you know when you can actually meet the boys yeah. to do training when we start that in March. Uh, yes, yes, March 2nd. As soon um, as we March start training, and we will even have the training calendar up yep. so that you can do it by yourself or come join us. Exactly. And Whatever us, you we're feel fine. Like. I f- sometimes I feel like if I have support around me, yes, that yeah. I can do it. But I will tell you, if you ever go to the gym with me, when I'm on, like, doing my cardio, mm-hmm. I tend to be on the elliptical or whatever. You might not. I'm not going to be talking a lot because I have my earbuds in and I'm right. lip syncing. Right. So <laughs> to Johnny McGovern. I am. And I tend to dance and lip sync. And I don't. 
I mm-hmm. honestly, I guess, don't care what other people think. So I will catch people looking at me like, what is he doing? Yes. <laughs> I'm like, I'm having fun and I'm working <laughs> yeah. out. Stay away. Putting more calories in. Right? Yeah. I've been, oh, I will admit, my shameful admission, mm-hmm. I have been lip syncing to uh, Taylor Swift, Blank Spaces. Blank Space is one of my favorite Taylor Swift songs. Right. And I don't really and like I don't that care much. for her, but yes. I'm sorry. See, it's that such is, a good song. It's such an amazing song. Oh, my And God. I love to yeah. lip sync to it. Yeah. 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 And honestly, so nice. I like Shake It. Yeah, Shake It's okay. Because it's a dan- uh, it's for working dancing. out, it's oh, yeah. dancing. Oh, yeah. So I like that. Like, eh, I could care for the lyrics, but it's yeah. good dancing. So and great workout. So I'll lip sync to that as oh, well. Oh my gosh, yeah. So I mean, just watch what I'm listening in. If you can figure it out, you'll know I'm gay. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> that man is a homosexual. <laughs> yes, exactly. If you didn't know, just watch, mm-hmm. read his lips. Um, but yeah, so we will have all those out. Maybe we'll even do um, music. We'll do like your workout tunes, a workout <gasps> playlist. We'll get you know that how, out for you. You know how cool we're going to yeah, be. Yeah. So we're just so. telling you, you want to join our team. Jenny Clark, if you're listening, she's been on our show twice now. She right. has told me she wants to be part of it. So we're calling her out on the air. Yeah. She's part of it. Lara, who yes. is just in here. She uh, does some work with us at the station. Um, Lara, we're, we're coming for we're you. We're recruiting. Gonna, so I want, mm-hmm. first of all, this cause is amazing. Oh, Kids yeah. with brain tumors. It's yeah. heartbreaking. Let's support them. And I want to be the biggest team there. Come exactly. on, people. Join let's, Outspoken and let's, let's support this cause and be the biggest team mm-hmm. that they've ever seen. That they've ever, ever seen. Just saying. I know. That's going to be exciting. All right. So- before we finish up, I right. want to play a Christmas song, just not because I like Christmas, but because everyone out there probably does. And <laughs> you make me sick. I know. No, I'm just kidding. I okay, know. let's give. Let's, let's not give be them. Grinches for five minutes. Right. Okay. Just I can well, two and a half. <laughs> well, you know, okay. I'm <laughs> let's better not get that. ahead of ourselves. <laughs> Much better um, for that. But I'm not playing a typical Christmas song. Like, who would I be if I played Silent yeah. Night or Sleigh no. Ride on there? No. no, this is going to be. Uh, Mike Tompkins with an original, The Christmas Rush. This is KYRS Medical Lake Spokane 88.1 and 92.3 FM, and you are listening to Outspoken as we wrap up our two hours. Right. I can get I can get down with that Christmas song. Yeah. Yeah. See, that, that was actually fun. And yeah. I really like that guy anyway. Oh, yeah. He does great YouTube videos. Oh, he amazing. And acapella. Let's right. be real. Good guy. And I mean, we have like five minutes. I was ready to go. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. getting things ready. Well, now Will now we have good? a show right after, so we yeah. have to get out quick. Which is, oh, I looked at it this morning. Yeah, you looked at it this morning. The show after us. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I was just trying to remember the name. Yeah, so it's uh, as they're coming gosh. in. I apologize for not remembering. raise your voice. <laughs> raise you. your raise voice. Your voice. Is right yeah, after us. They're after us. That's right. Fun new show. Um, and yeah, and they have a time slot mm-hmm. right after us. So they are. We try to make sure we're out of here for them so that they can. Yeah, we have a five minute done. buffer, and that for us, we need half an hour. Yeah, Let's yeah, be do. honest. We yeah. like to <laughs> linger. We like to linger. We linger a lot. Yeah, Kurt uh, doesn't need half an hour. Kurt's no. a thirty second kind of guy. But remember, hmm. um, <laughs> <laughs> remember to go to <laughs> Hot Mess Sunday. Dot com. You're going to see next week. Very exciting show. We have on the fabulous Johnny McGovern, also known as the Gay Pimp. The Gay um, Pimp. He's a stand-up comedian. Mm-hmm. He has his own talk show. Hey, Queen. Um, he was on the Big Gay Sketch Show. He's actually an actor. He's been on a lot of different shows. But yeah. anyways, he, you know, in our world, we notoriously, you know, lip-synced his song, um, 
gayest of all time gayest and of all had time. a lot of fun and so he's been nothing but gracious he's coming on he also talking about connecting he uh is friends with steven greeno they were on the big gay sketch show together mm-hmm. so bringing this whole show has been about everything's connecting, connecting. everything's this themed something it's we talk about in the beginning kind of went to both interviews yeah, today yeah uh we were just talking we were watching the youtube video oh yeah yeah he mentions mj's glove and we started with an mj song i know just saying so just saying. i think that's like that means i've decided that means um somebody amazingly rich and famous <laughs> is listening and wants to give us money yeah <laughs> or maybe jesus made it happen maybe jesus did happy hey, birthday jesus happy birthday i can't believe In it's the 21st days. i don't four want to talk days, about yeah. it can it, i can i just yeah. say i have not done all of my christmas shopping i am extremely last minute can i just tell you i have not done any oh okay <laughs> well i yeah. typically wait <laughs> yeah but it is for me it's less because we do it over New Year's. Sure, so sure. The best thing is after Christmas, the no sales. No one is there. Oh, yeah. The sales are amazing. Because all the inventory mm-hmm. that they overstocked. Yeah, has to go. I'm has texting go. you the other night. I'm like, I am on a website right now, and I am dreaming about shoes because I want to do it. And I just kind of mentally shopped for myself. Good. See, the pretend I mean, I'm shopping. Gonna, yeah. Right. And that yeah. is really uplifting. And all I keep thinking is not only can I get my nieces and nephews great things, but... After Christmas, I'm going to buy shoes. That's all I can think about. Shoes. I want fabulous shoes. I think you should get some. I think Treat so, too. Treat yourself. I think so, too. Treat yourself. we love that you guys choose to spend mm-hmm. your Sundays with us. Your Sunday mornings. Your 12 to 2. Is next week. It'll be after Christmas, before New Year's. We're still showing up to the studio. Yeah. You would think we would take a break, but we do not take a break we except for Thanksgiving. Take one day Every six months. <laughs> every six months. Yeah, <laughs> We try to do it the- once every quarter, but that doesn't, it doesn't, uh, it doesn't, doesn't happen. Um, but remember, look for us out and about in the community. We That's are always right. out doing things. Um, we have meetings to do some more this we coming do. week. And join us. Let's get healthy together because I'll tell you, this boy needs motivation. Yeah. And Me, I can do on. it, but it's so much better when you have a support group. Let's so I love that the three the of boys. us, the three of us always have a health check-in on Tuesdays at our health meeting. check-in. And um, we just move forward. Right. So eat your breakfast. Eat your breakfast. Eat your breakfast. And remember to hashtag us and email us to be part of the Outspoken team so we can all run 5K together or walk it, whatever your fitness well, yeah, level is. There is also a walk. So if you you know do not, not, not want to run, then you can walk it. And Kurt is pointing at himself, but he's running. Yeah. He has the three to of run. us are running, even though I don't want to either. We're yeah. all running. Guys, come on. Running. Mm-hmm. All right. So stay tuned to listen to more great programming here on KYRS.